0: We're on the brink of getting a COVID vaccine. The FDA just released new data on Pfizer's vaccine. And
1: there are no safety concerns that would prevent it from being granted an emergency use authorization. Officials say the vaccine can be shipped out within 24 hours of approval and vaccinations starting within 48 hours of that.
0: The approval will mark the beginning of an unprecedented effort to vaccinate hundreds of millions of Americans. And the way most people in the U.S. will get their vaccine won't be through some newfangled process. It'll be through their retail pharmacy, like CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, and Kroger. These pharmacies already provide vaccines like the flu shot to tens of millions of Americans each year. But giving COVID shots will be a much bigger project. The COVID
1: vaccine could easily be double, triple, quadruple what we would do in in all other vaccines in a given year.
0: That's Chris Cox, an executive at CVS, who's overseeing COVID vaccine distribution. And he knows there's a lot riding on CVS getting it right.
1: I think there is a healthy level of anxiety for anything that is this big and this important. What I'll also tell you is that I'm confident that we are ready. We're gonna have a large role in vaccinating the general public.
0: Welcome to The Journal our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Tuesday, December 8th. Coming up on the show, how CVS is planning to distribute the COVID vaccine to millions of Americans.
2: This episode is brought to you by Indeed.
0: Can you believe that the day is almost here, that you can actually start distributing a COVID vaccine?
1: (laughs) I can believe it. It's been, you know, a huge part of my life and my focus over the last several months. Some of that very exciting, some of it very nerve-wracking. And some of the early data from the manufacturers is really encouraging. So hopefully this is our path
0: back to normalcy. In addition to working on vaccine distribution, Chris Cox is CVS's liaison to Operation Warp Speed. That's the government's supercharged effort to create and distribute a vaccine. He's been in their weekly meetings about vaccine distribution since May. Personally, it must have been pretty exciting to be in Operation Warp Speed meetings. Like, here is this pandemic. The nation is crushed by it. We're all shut down. But you're at the table looking for a solution.
1: You are absolutely right. I mean, it's definitely exciting. And it's, despite all of the nerve-wracking elements and the uncertainty of the different elements, there is something that is, you know, really rewarding and fun, candidly, about being able to be on the inside.
0: Your neighbors must always want to talk to you.
1: Oh, definitely. (laughs) And my
0: parents. (laughs) (laughs) Did it feel strange to plan distribution months before there was a prospect of a vaccine being approved?
1: Well, I think when you think about the magnitude of the effort and you think about the impact that the pandemic is having on the country, I I think, you know, the goal was, let's be ready to go on day one. Let's have the plans in place so that we can be as efficient as possible.
0: What are some of the challenges you're planning for?
1: The biggest challenge throughout the entire effort to me has been the number of unknowns, right? And just the number of scenarios that we had to be planning for. We didn't know, was one vaccine gonna be more effective than the other? Was one gonna work for one population and not the other? We didn't know exactly how we were gonna need to transport the doses, you know, until more recently. So for us, it's been an effort in scenario planning, thinking through, you know, what are all the various scenarios that could occur and then what we'll be monitoring for are the supply chain challenges. And, you know, we expect the processes to be, you know, well-honed and ready to go.
0: Chris has worked at CVS for over a decade, but he isn't a public health expert. He's a corporate executive. And part of his job was to make the case to the government that private pharmacies should provide the vaccine.
1: I mean, number one, look, we've got... 30,000 pharmacists, 60,000 pharmacy technicians who sit in almost every community within the United States. They are trained to be able to give vaccines. And then think about, you know, the back end, right? We've got systems in place that, you know, number one, help to ensure that people are given the proper medication, which is really key here for these vaccines, because When you get one dose of one of the vaccines, you have to get the same manufacturer for your second dose. So, you know, when you think about what it's going to require to get this vaccine out, we are a channel that can get it out to a broad number of people really quickly and really efficiently. With all of that combined, you know, we're going to play a huge role here.
0: Why is CVS the company that Americans should trust with the COVID vaccine?
1: Yeah, listen, I mean, I I think because the most trusted professions in the United States. At the top of the list are pharmacists and nurses. And we've got almost 30,000 pharmacists and we've got over 30,000 nurse practitioners, you know, in our in our CVS pharmacies and our Minute Clinics. And we fill over a billion medications every year. And then when you think about vaccines, we have been providing vaccines for over a decade so this is part of our core capability, and it's part of what people already trust us to do.
0: So the government has given CVS several contracts to help distribute the COVID vaccine. Can you paint us a picture of what that might look like at a CVS store? It's going to be pretty simple,
1: right? Because you will have already made your appointment online, or you know, for folks who don't have digital access, we will have the ability to do that through an 800 number. But you'll come in, you can either check in on your mobile device or check in at the pharmacy. The pharmacist will come out from behind the counter with, you know, a handheld device, much like an iPhone or an Android, and you know, they'll have the vaccine itself, and then you know, they'll ask you to roll up your sleeve and give you your shot.
0: In your scenario planning, is that a fifteen minute appointment?
1: No, actually, I, I anticipate it's gonna be closer to five. We will have a lot of our pharmacies where we'll we'll add dedicated staff so that you're not necessarily having, you know, people have to, you know, in between filling prescriptions, you know, walk out of the pharmacy to do this.
0: And when do you think this is going to happen?
1: Listen, I would be speculating at this point because it's really dependent on which other vaccines, you know, are able to get approved and how many doses there are. But look, my hope personally is that, you know, we're there by early Q2, call it April. That's just my hope.
0: As far as the fact that these are two-shot regimens, whose responsibility is it to make sure that everyone actually gets both of those doses as is required, and what is the consequence of not taking the second dose?
1: No, it's it's a great question. And listen, I mean, all of the studies have been done on two doses so far, right? And so, with other vaccines, typically the guidance has been: look, you have to start over, right? And so if someone misses that second dose you know not only are you not going to get the efficacy for them until they start the process over most likely but you're also going to have wasted a shot and as we know you know the vaccine availability at least for the first few months is going to be fairly limited so that waste is not something that anyone wants so you know we're taking it as our responsibility ultimately to make sure that you know patients get that second shot what we're planning for is a really robust onboarding experience, right? Where people need to make an appointment for getting the vaccine, unlike what we would do with flu shot where people could just walk in. And when they make that appointment, we want to educate them right up front on the need for both doses and have them schedule it just like they would schedule a round trip plane ticket, right? Schedule your first, schedule your second. And then, as anyone who fills their scripts at CVS knows, you you will get a series of friendly nudges, whether it be text messages or or phone calls, to make sure that you get to those appointments so that we can get you both of those doses.
0: But the first COVID shots from CVS won't be inside their stores. Instead, CVS will be setting up inside long-term care facilities to vaccinate one of the most vulnerable populations, the elderly. And they'll be starting within a matter of weeks how CVS is planning for that, and what it could teach the company about immunizing the wider public. That's after the break.
2: This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com.
0: In October, CVS got a government contract to distribute vaccines in long-term care facilities. Can you tell us... What that's going to look like?
1: Yeah, over 30,000 long-term care facilities have selected CVS as their partner. And then they also have fairly large staffs. So, you know, we expect this could be, you know, upwards of about 3 million folks. We have committed that we will do, you know, at least three clinics within each of these long-term care facilities. The first and second, obviously, to give the first dose and the booster, and then the third clinic to really, you know, be able to offer to any patients who were admitted in between our first and second clinic that booster shot.
0: How many people does CVS have working on keeping track of the bureaucratic piece of this?
1: A lot. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and listen, it's, you know, we've got my team in retail pharmacy. We've got, you know, our partners in operations. And then our field organization, right? The the folks who manage the stores, manage the pharmacies, and the pharmacists and technicians themselves. That's going to be thousands of people.
0: When do you hope to finish the entire process for this population?
1: For long-term care, the start dates are going to be rolling based on the individual state decisions. But we would expect that from the date we start in any given jurisdiction, it will take us about six to eight weeks to vaccinate fully the vast majority of the population, meaning we will have their first and their second dose complete. —
0: Both for the long-term care contract and for the general population, how are you thinking about the potential financial benefits for CVS? —
1: Yeah, listen, you know, CMS, which is the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, you know, has released that, you know, they'll be providing an administration fee for the doses themselves. And that administration fee is very much in line with, you know, what we get for other vaccines that we administer. And, you know, our agreements with the federal government don't have any other financial component to them other than that per shot administrative fee.
0: What can the experience of immunizing people at long-term care facilities teach us about the wider vaccine distribution for the general population?
1: listen, this is going to be our first experience handling these particular products, right? And they are in line with what we would see from other specialty medications, other vaccines that we've handled in the past. And so I think that, you know, that will create efficiencies in the process of administration, just having people kind of get those reps. And then I think for the broader population, right, it's, I anticipate that right now you're seeing a lot of vaccine hesitancy across the country, but I anticipate that as more and more you know people in these first phases get vaccinated, whether that be in the long-term care facilities or the healthcare workers, and the rest of the population sees that, hey, people are okay after they're getting this vaccine, and we're starting to actually see infection rates drop in those populations, I think that's gonna help to remove a lot of that vaccine hesitancy as well.
0: When are you gonna get vaccinated?
1: I will get vaccinated as soon as I'm eligible to get vaccinated, right? Like, I trust the process. You know, I've been able to hear from some of the experts on this. And I have full confidence that, you know, I will be safe getting one of these vaccines and that it's the right thing to do. So as soon as, you know, I'm in a population that is eligible to get it, I'm getting that vaccine.
0: So what are the stakes for CVS right now in getting vaccine distribution right
1: Look, I think this is one of the largest mobilizations that we've ever undertaken as a company. And I also think it's one of the most purpose-driven operations that we've ever undertaken, right? I mean, this is the health crisis of our lifetime. So to be able to play a role in ending that is a huge responsibility and a huge opportunity. So this is you know, a calling that we wanna make sure we get right. And the stakes are big.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time today.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: That's all for today, Tuesday, December 8th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.